Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This morning, a jubilee party like no other. The Queen delights the crowd with a surprise appearance. Anthony Albanese touches down in Indonesia on a mission to strengthen ties. Lucky to survive, a man's car crushed by a tree in wild winds. How he escaped. Thousands of new health workers to fill the gaps. New South Wales embarks on a hiring spree. And Fremantle thrashes Brisbane, the race for the Premiership wide open. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. A colourful street pageant has capped off the Queen's Jubilee celebrations, parading through the streets of central London on the final day of the holiday long weekend. The crowd was loud and adoring as Her Majesty made a surprise appearance on the balcony. A fitting finale to a spectacular celebration. This is the moment. This is the moment when London, when the UK, when the Commonwealth says thank you to Her Majesty. The crowd jubilant to see their Queen, raising their voices in tribute. appearance on the balcony alongside those who will follow in her footsteps, the highlight of an extraordinary day. Her Majesty releasing a statement of thanks. While I may not have attended every event in person, my heart has been with you all and I remain committed to serving you to the best of my ability, supported by my family. The People's Pageant was a chance for London to let loose. While the Queen was unable to take part in the parade, she was there in spirit, a hologram of the monarch in the gold state coach harking back to her coronation. Then tradition gave way to the unconventional. There were vintage cars and celebrities in open-top buses, as well as theatre and dance groups from across the UK as Britain showcased different decades of Her Majesty's reign, from the sublime to the ridiculous. In the royal box, Princess Anne was most amused, while the Cambridge family clearly enjoyed the colourful display. Prince Louis again almost stole the show, at one stage cozying up with Grandpa Charles. The eccentric extravaganza wrapped up at the gates of Buckingham Palace, with Ed Sheeran performing a tribute to the Queen and her late husband, Prince Philip. And 
in the day, millions attended Jubilee lunch picnics across the UK. This was the long walk at Windsor, tables stretching as far as the eye can see. In London, the mood was festive and fun. She loves a party uh, and she'll love to sit there and think of us having a good time here. As people came together to toast Her Majesty's 70-year reign, a feat unlikely to ever be repeated. Gina Trahan, 7 News. Anthony Albanese and a team of senior ministers have been given a colourful welcome in Jakarta as they embark on a high-level mission to deepen ties with Indonesia. Political editor Mark Riley is travelling with them. Mark, it's an important bilateral visit for the new PM. Yeah, it's a time-honoured tradition for new Australian Prime Ministers to make Jakarta the first port of call for a bilateral visit soon after taking office. And there was certainly some very colourful and obviously symbolic uh, demonstrations of friendship as Anthony Albanese was treated to a special military welcome as he arrived here in Jakarta. <laughs> Ceremonial and showy, but... Mr Albanese insisted this visit was about a lot more than just turning up for appearances sake. This is more than symbolic, this is a friendship which is deep and I think it is, uh, it is significant that I've brought with me the Foreign Minister, the Trade Minister, the Industry Minister here as part of the delegation. As part of that team, Foreign Minister Penny Wong had the first official meeting overnight with her counterpart Retno Masudi with much to discuss, including China's current high-spending charm offensive in the Pacific. China will also be a major topic of discussion when President Jokowi greets Mr Albanese at the Presidential Palace in a few hours after the latest interception of an RAAF reconnaissance plane by a Chinese fighter jet. This was uh, not safe, uh, what occurred and we've made appropriate, uh, appropriate representations to the Chinese government expressing our concern at this. The leaders will also discuss Indonesia's decision to invite both Russia's Vladimir Putin and Ukraine's Vladimir Zelensky to the G20 summit it's hosting in Bali in November. US President Joe Biden wanted Russia booted out of the G20. Mr Albanese is a little more diplomatic. People who respect human rights would feel uncomfortable with uh, sitting around the table uh, with Vladimir Putin. Evidence of the importance the new Prime Minister is placing on our relationship with our fast-growing and increasingly important near neighbour. Mark Riley in Jakarta there. An Adelaide driver has had a very lucky escape after a huge tree slammed onto his car. The man was trapped in his Range Rover when the tree crushed the cabin and rescuers soared through fallen branches to save him. I'm so lucky. I'm not sure if I'm lucky or unlucky. I'm unlucky to be hit, but lucky to walk out of it with just this. <laughs> the tree fell in high winds as the city was smashed by record rain. There's about to be a hiring spree in the New South Wales health sector thanks to a multi-billion dollar budget boost. The Perite government is aiming to recruit more than 10,000 nurses, doctors and other staff to help the sector deal with shortages and surging demand. $4.5 billion is being committed to see the plan become a reality with staff to be recruited over the course of four years. 
South Australia's Premier has also pledged to hire more frontline health workers after spending a night riding along with paramedics responding to emergencies. Peter Malinowskis says a major recruitment drive is needed, having witnessed the strain paramedics are under firsthand. An extra 32 interns will start work today alone. Queensland is battling an unprecedented rental crisis with no relief in sight. Vacancy rates have plummeted to just 0.7%, leaving thousands in crisis and seeking shelter. More than 50,000 people have been placed on a wait list for social housing, with the average wait time across the state blowing out to two years. Fans have traded blows outside Melbourne's Marvel Stadium after George Cambosis Jr.'s championship bout yesterday afternoon. A series of brawls were captured on camera moments after the Australian boxer lost his three world title belts to Devon Haney. In one video, a man is knocked to the ground as fists fly. Police say they're investigating the altercations, but no victims have come forward at this time. Support for nuclear power to help solve Australia's energy crisis is on the rise, according to new data. The Institute for Public Affairs has found 53% of Australians agree power plants should be built to supply electricity and reduce carbon emissions. Just 23% of those surveyed disagreed. The Institute also found support for nuclear power was bipartisan. 70% of those who identified themselves as coalition voters were in support of it, compared with 52% of Labor voters and 44% of Greens voters. Demand for second-hand cars has soared in southeast Queensland, with some buyers paying thousands more than the original price on sought-after models like the Hilux, the Land Cruiser and the Commodore. A worldwide shortage of new cars and extended delivery wait times are being blamed for the phenomenon, as well as the destruction of thousands of vehicles during the February floods. Experts estimate prices have gone up by as much as 25% across the board. It's long been a challenge how to beat the signs of ageing. A group of Sydney researchers believe they may have found the answer in a simple supplement. It's the small bottle that may contain the answer to one of life's great mysteries, how to beat the signs of ageing. And 51-year-old Anna Chan thinks it holds the key. I hardly need to put makeup on. I felt my skin condition is really good and I felt myself full of energy. The product Synex is Australia's first anti-ageing supplement or NAD and is the brainchild of a number of PhD students from Sydney University. Their revolutionary product now officially given the green light by the TGA. We want to maintain a good healthy level of NAD and its metabolism in our body so we can have um, anti-aging effect or even reverse aging. On top of the anti-aging properties, other approved benefits include supported cardiovascular health, reduction of mild arthritis, strong skin and blood health, increased energy and inflammation reduction. If we can make sure our DNA is repaired well, we can minimise a lot of problems or health issues in the future. The creators of Cyanex say their product essentially rewinds the body clock, making you look and feel younger as a result. And it's available right now across Australia. But some experts warn that a balanced diet is just as important when going head to head with ageing. 
We know that there's a role of supplementation, most certainly, and particularly in those with inadequate diets. It should also accompany improved lifestyle choices um, on both diet and lifestyle. But from those already feeling the youthful elixir... Yeah, I just love it. (laughs) Liam Tapper, 7 News. Sydney rolled out the red carpet for the premiere of Baz Luhrmann's new Elvis movie, which was shot right here in Australia. Among the big stars, Tom Hanks, who plays Presley's ruthless manager, Colonel Tom Parker. And Elvis Presley, he knew how to give them just enough of this incredibly uh, life-altering talent, this cultural shift in the zeitgeist that was Elvis Presley. He took Elvis Presley off television. So no one got to see Elvis Presley for free. The film opens in cinemas on June 23. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones was down 349 points, the Nasdaq down 304. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,854 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 120 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 72 US cents, 94 Japanese yen and $1.09 New Zealand. Eleven people are dead and dozens injured after another deadly weekend of shootings across the United States. Let's go live to US correspondent David Boywood now. Good morning, David. Multiple gunmen opened fire on a bar and restaurant in Philadelphia. Good morning, that's right, Jody. Police are hunting multiple suspects after these shooters have opened fire on this very busy bar and restaurant precinct in uh, Philadelphia. Three people were killed, 11 others wounded, and the CCTV footage shows quite clearly people running for their lives when these shots have rung out. Police have returned fire at the gunman, but they were able to escape and no arrests have been made at this point. Several handguns, though, were located at the scene. Police were already on location and they observed several active shooters shooting into the crowd. One of the officers observing an active shooter discharged at that individual that was an active shooter. It's unclear at this time whether that individual was struck or not. Now, this killing spree rounds out another horror weekend of gun violence in the United States. In addition to the three killed in Pennsylvania, three were shot dead in Tennessee at a nightclub, three dead in Arizona, two separate incidents there, one shot dead at a funeral service in in Kentucky and one dead shot at a strip mall in South Carolina. Dozens more injured in these attacks as America's love of guns continues to wreak violence across the country, Jody. Terrible. David Woodward, thank you. An enormous fire has engulfed a chemical container depot in southeastern Bangladesh, killing at least 32 people and injuring more than 150 others. The explosion shook the surrounding neighbourhood and shattered the windows of nearby buildings. The death toll is expected to rise, with many of the injured in a critical condition. Wild thunderstorms have lashed France, leaving one woman dead. Lightning struck the Eiffel Tower and set roofs on fire east of Paris, according to local authorities. Paris locals shared photos of hail the size of tennis balls, which damaged cars and caused traffic problems across the city. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. To sport now, and Fremantle have blown the AFL Premiership race wide open after beating Brisbane. In front of a pulsating home crowd, the Dockers went toe-to-toe with the Lions at Optus Stadium. Fremantle blew the game apart in the third quarter, kicking six goals to three, led by four goals from unlikely hero Bailey Banfield. The 14-point win draws the Dockers level on points with Brisbane. The Raiders are back in the hunt for the NRL top eight, holding off a late Roosters fight back in Canberra. Xavier Savage provided the clear highlight for the first half, scoring after a brilliant pick-up off his toes as the Raiders led at the break. The Roosters threatened a late fight back, Joseph Suwali scoring a high-flying try, but the Raiders dug in, holding on for a 22-16 win. Rafael Nadal reclaimed his title as the King of Clay, crushing Casper Ruud to win a record-extending 14th French Open title. The first-time Grand Slam finalist stood no chance against a dominant Nadal. The Spaniard rattled off the last 11 straight games to cruise to a straight-sets win. He's done it again. It's a historic 14th Roland Garros title for Nadal. Two days after his 36th birthday, Nadal became the oldest ever men's champion but has no plans to retire yet. I don't know what can happen in the future, but I'm going to keep fighting uh, to try to keep going. So many thanks. Alongside his Australian Open title, Nadal now has 22 Grand Slam wins, two more than Novak Djokovic and Roger Federer. The Catalonian MotoGP got off to a chaotic start. Three riders wiped out on the opening corner. In a bizarre finish with one lap to go, local Alex Espargo thought the race had finished and started celebrating what he thought was a second-placed finish. The Spaniards soon realised his mistake and rejoined the race, but it was too late. Espargo eventually finishing fifth. Reigning world champion Fabio Quattararo took the win. Taking a look at the weather now, an intense low and cold front will generate strong winds and showers for South Australia, Victoria and New South Wales. Snow will fall on the Tasmanian, Victorian and New South Wales highlands. A weak trough will bring rain and the odd storm in Queensland and the NT. A high will clear much of WA. Around the capitals today, a morning shower or two in Brisbane, heading for a top of 21 degrees. Windy and partly cloudy, 17 in Sydney. Showers Using in Canberra, heading for a top of just nine. A shower or two, 13 in Melbourne. Showers and 11 degrees in Hobart today. Showers in Adelaide, heading for 14. Partly cloudy, 19 the top in Perth. And mostly sunny, 33 in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News. I'm Jodie Spears.